0: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hello and welcome to this what seems like fall Saturday afternoon. I know officially it's still summer. It just doesn't seem that way. Where did the summer go, folks? I'm not sure I was ready for it to end so quickly. It seemed like last Labor Day, I mean, well, one Sunday, the, 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 the weather was just terrible. And it seems like once Labor Day came, the summer left us. How does that happen? Why does that happen? Oh, well, it is what it is, nothing we can do, but our heart does go out. It seems like every week we talk about the headlines and once again, Mother Nature wreaking havoc around, you know, so many parts of of, of our country and, and the islands and, you know, we just hope that everybody gets through this and that that it's not as bad as it looks right now, but boy, this is like the mother of all storms Talk about Mother Nature being in an uproar. you know, I'm not sure was she unhappy because Harvey left her and Irma is chasing him. I mean, I'm not sure it's just not it's just not right that Mother Nature should be able to create this much havoc, and then you have Jose right right behind Irma, so it's crazy Mother nature is is. Truly crazy, but let's let's hope that everybody gets through this, and that there's let's hope no loss of lives. We know that there's already a couple dozen lives that we know of in the islands, and it's sad, just sad. So our heart goes out to everybody, and these are the people that 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 need our help the most. Whether whether we can send them a check for ten dollars to the American Red Cross. You know, I was interviewed last week on Channel 13 about the scams that come up and pop up during times of uncertainty. Hurricane Harvey at the time. Today it's, 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 it's Irma. Whatever, the, whatever the, the tragic event is, there will be people that will try to scam you. And I, I always say, when it comes to giving money, I hang up on everybody who calls my home, everybody, and I mean everybody who calls my home. I immediately hang up, and if it's on my cell phone, which now they they call on your cell phone, I immediately block the number, although I don't think that does any good. But folks, if you're giving money over the telephone to somebody you have no idea. They may say they represent this organization or that organization. I can almost assure you, probably less than 10 cents on a dollar gets to that organization because there are so many people taking a piece of it. If you want to give your money, go directly to, whether it be the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, whatever organization is near and dear to your heart and you feel they will do the best To help you, go directly to them or call their 800 number. And I can assure you 100% of the money you send them will stay with them. Whereas via the phone, hang up on them. Do not take any phone calls from people begging for money. I don't care if it's a local charity or a national charity. If they're calling you and telemarketing you, I can almost assure you it's a third party and very, very very little of that money gets directed towards the organization that you think you're helping. So let's hope that 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 Florida comes out of this. I guess it's going to hit I, I think tonight or tomorrow and let's just hope we, we Mother Nature just calms down a little. Today our phone numbers 1 800 talk. WGY, that's one 800 825 5949 Star WGY. That's star nine four nine. Any questions you have, give us a call. I know we 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 had two weeks where the markets were up, and this week we gave a little bit back. That's okay. That comes with the territory. And believe me, folks, you're you're always going to have ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. You know, when you look at at the Dow. Obviously, Monday was Labor Day, the holiday. The markets were closed. Tuesday, we came out down 235 points. Wednesday, up 54. Thursday, down 23. Friday, up 13. This is for the Dow. So for the week, the Dow was off just about nine-tenths of a percent. The S&P was off six-tenths of a percent. NASDAQ was the biggest loser, one point one, almost 1.2%. And when you look at the sectors, if you want to drill down to the sectors, healthcare did did the best this week. You know, to talk about up and down, healthcare was not doing so well this week. It was the leader. There's 11 sectors that make up the S&P. What I mean by that are every stock gets put into a sector, whether it be healthcare, utilities, consumer goods, real estate, financials, whatever it might be. This this week, healthcare was the leader, up 1.3 percent. Telecommunications was was the loser, down four and a half percent. Technology was down also one point four percent. Financials down almost two percent, and that saddens me because we're overweight technology and financials. But we're okay. We're we know to bounce back, and we know that financials are down because interest rates are so low. And with low interest rates, banks and financial institutions have a hard time of of truly being able to make as much money as, as when interest rates are are up and right now may be actually a, not a bad time to look at financials you know if you don't have any financials in your in your portfolio i would buy the the spider sector these are these are the companies that that are in the s&p 500 index so big banks and they, when you when you look at the top ten holdings, you have Berkshire Hathaway, J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs. You got some pretty good banking and financial institution stocks. Also rounding out, you have Chubb, which right now is you know had a good day yesterday, but a lot of eyes are focused on the insurers and the reinsurers because of all the Mother Nature tragic events and, you know, just just destroying so much, uh, whether it be people's lives or their materialistic possessions. It doesn't matter. Mother Nature does not, does not leave anything behind. It's just, I mean, this Irma, this Irma is really, really, I mean, this is bad, really bad. So I guess in our lifetime, you know, 10 years ago, we experienced the worst recession since the Great Depression back in 1929. So 10 years ago, we experienced the Great Recession, better known, from the high of October 2007 to the low of March 2009, where the stock market was off about 50% from peak to trough. Terrible. And it looks as though today or in the next couple of days, Florida will experience one of the worst hurricanes we've we've seen of record, and that's Irma. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, star WGY, that's star 949. Any questions you have, give us a call. I would love to. Would love to talk to you. As I said, the markets for the week, the Dow was down about nine-tenths of a percent, the S&P six-tenths of a percent, NASDAQ down 1.2 percent. And, you know, it's crazy, isn't it? You know, here we have hurricanes, earthquakes. I mean, Mexico got slammed with an earthquake, I think, yesterday. You have the, the tension in North Korea. You have, you know, you have President Trump. You know, cozying it up with with Chuck and and, and Nancy on the other side of the aisle. I mean, talk about craziness. But this is what's going on, and the stock market continues. You know, even though it was down for the week, it's, it's okay. We haven't had a correction in quite some time. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But we haven't had a correction in quite some time. So if we have a pullback, don't get, you know, don't, 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 Panic! Don't have a knee-jerk reaction and feel like you should never own stocks again. That's not what you want to do if we have a little correction here. So when you, when 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 you look at, at the everything that went on, you know the S&P was was down as I said six tenths of a percent, closing at 2462. The Dow fell about 189 points, almost 190 points down. 9% to close at 21,798. NASDAQ was the biggest loser. If you look at the major indexes, the NASDAQ dropped 1.2% to close at 63. And the with, the, with all of that, the S&P is still still within 8 tenths of a percent of its all-time highs. So we're not far away. And you'll see, that, believe me, the stock market will make new highs. Don't think that it won't. Now, we may have, you know, a little setback here or there, and that's why you can't panic. But the stock market, you know, we're, we're still within 1% of its all-time highs with all the crazy headlines and craziness around the world. It's The stock market chugs along because it looks at the fundamentals of corporate America, jobs, wages. Everything is good. The economy is chugging along just right. We don't see a recession on the horizon. And that's when the stock market will turn its course and go down. So don't be afraid of the stock market long term, folks. There's just we don't see any recession. None whatsoever on the horizon. Sure, you know, the the, the economy is growing, ever be it so slowly, but it's growing. That's the key word. It's growing. It's not it's not sitting idle, it's not slipping. It's growing. It's just not growing all that fast, which means the Fed has been able to leave interest rates low because remember, when the Fed looks to raise interest rates, it's because the economy is the price of goods and services is going up and the Fed tries to tap the brakes on the economy by raising interest rates, making easy money harder to get. That's why the Fed raises interest rates, and then obviously they lower interest rates for the opposite reason, to stimulate the economy, to get the economy up and going like they did you know, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when, when we were in the doldrums of that Great Recession. The Fed lowered interest rates almost down to zero. I mean, really, we can say, literally, we can say interest rates were were down to zero, I mean, we were as close to zero as they come. Other than that, we were going negative interest rates, and and things weren't that bad. So for interest rates to go up, it's actually not bad news, because that means that corporate America if the...
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Economy's heating up. Corporate America's selling more goods and services. We look at that as a positive sign. That's why you own stocks, right? You want that company to sell more goods and services and make a profit. That's why we own stocks. And whether you own stocks individually or through a mutual fund or best ever, in our mind, through an exchange-traded fund where where you own the key core components of, of your portfolio, whether it be the S&P 500 broad stock market index or the NASDAQ, which is one of our favorite indexes. It's what we consider our growth index. Whatever it is, you know, you're, you're, you're invested in the stock market. So you want corporate America to go up and, and, and sell more goods and services. Your choices in life are easy. You can leave your money in under a mattress, better known as cash, and let it do nothing. Because if you stick it in the safe deposit box, and this is what people are doing with gold, they're buying gold bars, God help them. You know, if, if they're putting it under their mattress, I can guarantee you they're not getting a good night's sleep. And if they're sticking it in their safe safe deposit box, there's not a whole lot of room left over for them to put anything of value in there. So gold is, is like cash. You know, you, you sit idle. There's no intrinsic value. You're not making any dividends. You're not earning any interest. And as far as growth goes, gold trades on there's a seller. And at that time of, of whatever's going on, remember, people buy gold when they panic and think the world's coming to an end. Other than that, you have people that buy gold to, to wear as jewelry in the far east corners of the world, the Pacific Rim. A lot of people buy gold as gifts and as far as intrinsic value, there is none. And as far as industrial use for gold, I think there's less than twenty percent of gold is used for intrinsic value. You know, you may see some 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 famous rappers with some gold fillings that, that you can't miss when they smile. But um, other than that, you know, there's there's really not a whole lot of value in in gold. So cash, you can own cash. And it's, it's, it's like, you know, you might as well just stick your money under, under your mattress because it's not going to do anything. You can loan your money to the government or to corporate America in the form of bonds. When you buy bonds, think of it as loaning your money. You're, you're buying a bond. You're giving the U.S. government. If you buy a 10-year bond right now, Uncle Sam is going to promise you 2.05% a year every year for the next 10 years. So if you own that bond 10 years from now, Uncle Sam will give you, you know, let's make believe you you paid $10,000 for it. You'll get 2.05% a year in interest, and you're going to get your $10,000 back in 10 years. So you're loaning $10,000 to the government for 10 years, and you're kind of stuck. I can assure you, you are stuck with that bond. Because I can also assure you that interest rates will go up. I just can't tell you when. Interest rates will go up. And when interest rates go up, you don't want to be stuck with a a Peasley 10-year U.S. Treasury note yielding 2.05%. You just don't. There's no reason to buy long-term bonds right now. None whatsoever. We're buying bonds for clients, but they're very short-term we're just getting as much interest as we can until interest rates go up so when you buy a bond you're loaning your money to the government or corporate america once again if the most safest paper in the world is the US 10-year treasury note yielding 2.05% if you decide to give your money to you know whoever the corporate you know seller is whether it be GE or or Johnson & Johnson or whatever the bond is that you're buying, well, they need to pay you a little bit more because they're not as safe as the U.S. government, although they're pretty safe. Although I guess when I think about it, you go back to September of 2008 when Lehman Brothers on one day was a triple-A rated financial institution, and the next day they were out of business. So I guess I guess you got to keep it in perspective. So they need to pay you a little bit more money because the SAFE money is the U.S. Treasury note at 2.05%. So, folks, if anybody is selling you bonds yielding more than that right now, today, then you're taking on risk. You need to think about that. So you have cash, you have bonds where you loan your money, or you invest your money with corporate America. You're you're investing in GE, Apple, Johnson & Johnson, whatever the company is hoping that company will sell goods and services, generate a profit. And this is why corporate earnings, every quarter they're released, everybody focuses on them. I know Tuesday we're waiting for Apple to come out with the new iPhone 8. And believe me, folks, if Apple comes out and that iPhone 8 is a disappointment, you're going to see that share price go down. You could see that share price go down by as much as 10%. There's 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 a saying on, on, on Wall Street, you know, sell on a rumor, buy on the news. If the iPhone comes out and it's disappointing, you could see Apple drop. It's still a phenomenal company. Great balance sheet, great business model, amazing loyal audience for its products. I know as soon as the new iPhone comes out, I'm buying it. I skipped the seven, I have the six. Actually, I guess I skipped the 6S as well. So I'm waiting. I'm patiently waiting. It's like going back to fixed income. You have to be patient, wait for interest rates to go up. So I'm patiently waiting for the new iPhone to come out. And no matter what it is, I know I'm going to buy it. And there's a lot of people like me that will be buying that iPhone because they're so loyal to Apple and its its products. So those are your three choices, folks. Cash. Do nothing. And remember, even if you own cash and you're getting a quarter of a percent or a half a percent at your local bank, inflation is 2 to 3% depending on, on what day of the week it is. That means you're losing money. If you're getting half a percent and inflation is 2.5%, you're losing 2% a year. I don't want to lose money. I'll take my risk and my gamble by by investing in corporate america this is why i love stocks as an asset class because i know long term you know heck the the s p 500 is throwing off a two percent dividend yield that's more than you're getting in in yield and yes there's volatility some days the market's up some days the market's down but if you look over the last hundred plus years stocks as an asset class has done very well So don't be afraid of stocks long-term. You really shouldn't be afraid of stocks long-term. Our phone numbers today. I would love to have you call in. Any questions you have, folks, any question whatsoever, 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, star WGY, that's star 949. I'm going to take a 15-second break. The phone lines are open. hello and thank you for letting me wet my whistle star 949 that's the most popular call we get from your cell phone. Very few people have land lines. So let me just give you a little bit more um, data on what's going on with the markets and Mother Nature and I'm pulling this from from the this week's Barons and believe me if, if you just want to read one thing during the week and keep up on finance buy the Barons. It's a Monday date, but it comes out on Saturday, and most of your stewards will have it. Um, Your supermarkets and and newsstands will have it. So it comes out on Saturday, and it's it's a nice wrap-up of what's going on, and Barron's does a pretty good job. And that's really a good publication for you to get. Star 949, let's go back to the phone lines. We have Al on hold. Hello, Al. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: Well, I'm just doing fabulous, thank you. Um, you know, I try to listen to your program as much as I can on, on Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoons. And a uh, question for you. I just retired back in December.
1: Congratulations.
0: Uh, and I, uh, I'm 60, I just turned 69. Good for you. And the only income that I have is uh, Social Security. And I also get uh, compensation from the uh, veterans. Okay. Okay. A veteran's disability. So that's all I have. But I've been able to accumulate, you know, some cash over the years and I've got about uh, a little over 50,000 in a savings account in a bank. All right. And then I have a $50,000 uh, uh, annuity. Okay. And, and then I also have, uh, you know, about 10 grand with prize, and also a an, uh, 401k. All
1: right. How much is your 401k? about 30. All right.
0: Okay. Now, I got that from the company that I was working for, and I was in construction all my life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you know, being in the management end, uh, if you don't stay with the same company all the time, what happens is is that your 401Ks really aren't all that great. So, uh, only the last company that I worked for did a real good 401K. So, here's my question is this. I don't know what to do. I don't like leaving all that cash, you know, in the savings account. I'm scared to death of stocks, but I'm just looking to find out what I should, you know, what I could do to help help us out in case anything ever went wrong with my wife and myself that we would have some, you know, cash to fall back on. Yeah. So,
1: you know, you have to kind of put things in perspective. So I, had, I added everything up. You have about $140,000, Al. And what you have to do is you may be retired now, and at 69, and if you're in good health, chances of you living are, you know, over the next two decades are, are pretty good. So I'm just going to have you hold while we go through the news. Stay with me for two minutes, I'm going to pick you back up, and we'll talk more. Star 949, folks, if you have any questions, give us a call. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you for holding through the news. Our phone number's today, one 800 talk W-G-Y, that's 1-800-825-5949, star W-G-Y, that's star 949. We have Al on the phone who held through, and just to refresh everybody's memory, Al has a situation where he has Social Security, some income coming in from the Veterans Association. He was uh, in construction his whole life, and he has about $30,000 in his 401k, um, some st- Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Savings of about $50,000, a prize account of 10000 and an annuity for another 50000 So we're looking at about $140,000. And Al, thank you for holding through the news. I know you're trying to figure out... And Al, if you have the radio on, you need to turn that off for me. Um, I know you're trying to figure out what you should do. So I started to say you may be retired now, but hopefully you don't plan on dying. And the chances of you and your wife or at least one of you living for another 20 years is pretty good. So from an investment standpoint, that's actually long term. And that's how you have to look at it. Your overall holdings. So you can keep it in cash and get hardly anything. And I said in the first half of the show, cash is paying about a half a percent. You could lock it up in a CD, maybe get 1%, but not a whole lot more. Whereas inflation right now is 2% and probably going to climb a little. I know President Trump would like to see the economy grow by 4%. So that means you're losing money, you're losing purchasing power. Every year, you're you're slipping. So at 69, to have a conservative or a balanced portfolio isn't a bad thing. It means you're taking on a little bit of risk. And if you're taking any money out that you're living on, we always recommend two years worth, kept aside, very conservative, so that even if there was a correction, and I guarantee all the listeners, there will be be a correction. Nothing to be afraid of. I just guarantee you it's going to happen. So when it happens, you can't be afraid. It will happen. And anybody taking money out of their portfolio needs to keep two years worth to the side. That way, if there's a correction, your portfolio can continue to be managed. So Al, if you have, you know, money, and you're willing to take on a little bit of risk, you know, putting together a, a conservative or a balanced portfolio, most of our retirees are actually in our growth and income strategy, which is 60% equity, 40% bonds, cash, and alternative assets. So those are really your choices, but it comes down to your comfort level. If the market drops 5 10 15%, and I guarantee you it will, will that portion of your portfolio that drops as well haunt you? And if it does, then you know, sticking sticking to safe investments, even though you're not making money, actually you're losing money, probably is the best thing for you. So what do you think about that?
0: That sounds pretty good. That's, at least somebody's finally told me what I should be able to do. Look at it this way.
1: Yeah. I mean, just remember, at 69, you're going to be around for quite some time, or you and your wife, or at least you or your wife. So that's what you have to keep in the back of your mind. You know, okay. you you got 20 years with us, bud.
0: <laughs> well, thank you very much. I hope so.
1: Maybe even longer. You never know. All right, Al. Thank Good you luck very to much. You. All right.
0: Bye
1: now. Um, you know, it's the annuity. I, I, I didn't really get into it with Al because I'm kind of short-sighted when it comes to annuities. I don't like annuities. If you're thinking about buying an annuity, please give it some thought. Before you go and sign that 65-page contract, there's a reason why there's 65 pages. There's a lot of fine print. Before you go and you, you you make that irrevocable decision of signing on the dotted line and that that salesperson selling it to you, remember, they're smiling, not because they're happy for you. They're smiling because they just made a 6% commission. So if you bought a 100 annuity, they just made $6,000, and they probably... Used buzzwords like guarantee and tax deferral and yabba dabba do, but they probably forget to tell you that the guarantee only kicks in if you die. That means if you buy an annuity for a hundred thousand dollars and the market drops twenty percent and you die, your beneficiaries will get a hundred thousand dollars. Well, you know I don't like buying products. For, for a negative outcome. I don't want to die in order to take advantage of the guarantee. And, you know, as far as tax deferral, what you have to keep in mind, since the tax laws changed in 97, 98, annuities, if you buy an annuity for $100,000 and it grows to one hundred and fifty, and you pull it out, that $50,000 is taxed to you like income. That means between federal and state taxes, you could be paying up to 40% or more. And if you're under fifty-nine and a half, you could be paying another ten percent IRS penalty. Well, I don't like that either. You can have that money managed in a nice tax managed account, and if the hundred grows to 150 and you pull it out, the fifty thousand dollars is taxed as ordinary income. Right now the tax top tax bracket is fifteen percent. So many people are paying ten percent. Some of the rich are paying twenty percent. But for the most part, federal tax rate is fifteen percent. And you know, another seven or eight for state tax, depending on your tax bracket, it's a whole lot less than ordinary income tax rates, that I can promise you. So I don't like annuities, so I didn't do it with Al. I'm not sure how old his annuity is, but I just know that a lot of people out there, a lot of financial representatives sell annuities based on guarantees and, you know, just that they, they shouldn't be buying them. Point blank, they should not be buying the annuities. If they were really explained in an informative way where the buyer understood it Come heck or high water, the buyer understood it. More than likely, most annuities would not be sold. 1-800-TALK-WGY-STAR-WGY. That's star 949. Any questions you have, give me a call. I would love to get you pointed in the right direction. You may not always like what I have to say, but I promise it comes from the bottom of my heart, and it, it is the best professional opinion I can possibly give you. That's all I care about is pointing you in the right direction, depending on on um, you know, what your 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 position is. So let me let me help you. Star nine four nine, that's star W G Y, Star 949, give us a call. So I said in the first half of the show, stocks, you know, we, we had two winning weeks and this week we gave a little bit back. Not much, just a little bit You know, the Dow down eight-tenths of a percent, almost nine-tenths of a percent. The S&P down six-tenths of a percent. NASDAQ down 1.2%. But year-to-date, put it in perspective, the Dow and the S&P are up about 10%. NASDAQ is up about 18%. The NASDAQ 100 Composite Index, which is how you buy the NASDAQ, QQQ is the symbol, that's up almost 20%, so twice the return of the broad stock market. One of the reasons why I love talking about NASDAQ, it's one of my favorite indexes for growth and to get those, those great companies that are part of NASDAQ, Apple and Intel and Cisco and Microsoft and, I mean, Netflix, I can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. So it's, 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 it's a great index. So even with everything going on, you know, the continued tension between the United States and North Korea. Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma now that's going to hit. US um, soil outside of Puerto Rico to tonight, I think tonight or tomorrow I get so mixed up, you know it's it's like takes up every every moment that you're watching TV. it's it's Irma this or Irma that. So you know when when, when you put it all in perspective, the the, the market, you know, slipped a little bit, and with everything going on, you know, President Trump cozying it up with with Donald or with Chuck and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's just it's crazy. But we do have insurance companies. They've been under pressure. When you think about Hurricane Harvey, what will the losses be? And now Hurricane Irma, right behind Hurricane Harvey, the reinsurers. These are the companies that insure the insurance companies. They really took it hard yesterday. Down, you know, when you look at a couple of the big ones, Renaissance, Ray, down six point four percent, and Everest Regroup down ten percent. Although you had a couple, a couple um, insurance companies that did well, Chubb, which is one of the the Cadillac of insurance companies, I guess, up about 4% yesterday. You're going to have orange juice that's going to be affected, folks. You're going to have so much that's going to be affected. You know, we already know the price of gas has been affected. We we see that at the gas pumps, what we're paying. And I think, You'll, you'll also see it is an opportunity for airlines, other than the gouging that's going on in Florida, and I love that attorney general. That attorney general in Florida, she doesn't mince any words. That's my kind of a girl. I mean, she just gets right to the point. I, she has zero tolerance, her words, not mine, zero tolerance for price gouging. You know, if you're charging somebody $10 for, for a bottle of water or you know, some of these airlines have 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 just hiked their prices for a seat on their plane so high. You have to respect the airlines. I think Southwest is one of them that 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 aren't hiking the prices at all. They're just trying to help the consumer get in and out of Florida in in the right manner, and that's what you're you have to respect. But I love that Attorney General down there. Love her she's she she doesn't hold back and she's a spitfire i mean i i I see her running for for national office sometime i think she she won it over with not more people than just me i know i was impressed when when you get a government leader a government leader who has the courage to come out and call it like it is rather than try to um plate everybody's you know liking so with with all of that, the one area that that did well this this week was bonds, the safe havens. Let's say when you when you when you think about the safe haven bonds, U.S. Treasury notes, gold, you know gold gold was up um, almost thirteen fifty an ounce. I still don't like it, folks. People bought it because they wanted to feel safe but I don't like it. I would rather buy the S&P 500 index ETF. To me, that's safe long-term. But the U.S. Treasury note, as I said, is yielding 2.05%. It was down as low as 2.02%. And remember, when, when people are buying these bonds, they're hiking the price of the bond up, and there's an inverse relationship. When the price of the bond goes up, the yield goes down same is is true in reverse, and it will happen. Mark my words. I can't make guarantees of my business. I guarantee you interest rates are going up. I just can't tell you when. And that means that the price of bonds will go down. So go back to the first half of the show when I was talking about that 10-year treasury note. If you buy it today, you buy it for $10,000, you're going to get 2.05%. That's what it's yielding today. 2.05% a year for the next 10 years. Well, next year, let's make believe the new 10-year notes are yielding 3.05%. That's a whole lot better than 2.05%. Well, what are you going to do with your bond? You can't cash it in. You have to wait 10 years, so you're going to sell it. Well, who wants to buy your bond yielding 2.05% when they can buy a new bond yielding 3.05%? so you got to sell your bond at a loss so the price of bonds will go down because when interest rates when the fed starts hiking interest rates and financial institutions start paying more and banks start giving you more on your on your savings and your CDs and all of those those cash like investments that's an inverse relationship and 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 that that will happen so it's, you know, you, you, you got to be careful. But those safe assets this week, people did flock to. So you just, you just have to be careful. And as I said, when, when you look at, at the financial institutions this week, they tumbled because interest rates are so low. I mean, I, we haven't seen this low with, with the yield on the 10-year note since last November. So that's pretty low. That's actually very low. Um, so, you know, financial institutions were down about 3% this week, as I said earlier in this, in this show. The good news, the European Central Bank, you know, basically the euro is, is gaining strength. The dollar is weakening. Things are, are, are looking pretty good over there. In, in Europe, it was actually, you know, down just two-tenths of a percent, but almost, let's say, even. And then Japan... Down uh, six, per, six tenths of a percent on, on Friday. Mostly their currency, the yen. The strong yen hurts domestic companies. The strong dollar hurts our domestic companies as well. So you have um, the Japanese Nikkei Index. Was off 2.1% for the week. So that's how the stock markets did, and a little bit of information on bonds and fixed income. And I know it's not good news. Now, the good news is, and let me give out the phone numbers, give us a call 1 800 TALK WGY. That's 1 800 825 5949 WGY. That's star 949. Any questions you have, I would love to get you pointed in the right direction. The good news with low interest rates. If you're borrowing money, if you're buying a house, refinancing, looking to buy a second home, don't wait. The national 15-year mortgage rate is 2.99%, 30-year, 3.74%. Bottom line, between 3 and 4% is what you can get long-term money on, and you get a tax write-off. So the 3% may only cost you 2% net. After your tax write-off, how can you go wrong? And I do prefer 15-year mortgages over 30-year mortgages. Give me short-term debt all day long. I like when my clients have their homes paid off as they enter retirement because it's one of the biggest living expenses. And I say biggest, biggest health care is right there. And it's a coin toss, health care or your, your living expenses. It's sad that healthcare in this country is so expensive, so expensive. I know Chuck and Kelly and I talked about the Obamacare and most of the policies in the country are going up 25%. New York, it wasn't that bad. You know, we had double-digit growth, but not 25%. And the reason why is New York has one of the strongest insurance departments in the country, and they don't play around. They make any insurance company that wants to sell insurance, whether it be, Life, disability, long-term care, health insurance, property and casualty, whatever it is, New York State is pretty, pretty hard on them. They can't just have a footloose, fancy-free policy of, of doing business in New York. Any insurance company that wants to do business in New York has to abide by the rules, and this is one of the reasons why when it comes to the Affordable Health Care Act, And you're seeing premiums go up because so many other states had to mandate that these insurance companies put so much more into their policies, whereas New York had most of those requirements in the policy. So we in New York did not see the increase in health care like so many other parts of the country. And that Affordable Care Act is supposed to be for the people that aren't earning a lot of money, and if they don't have health insurance, they're going to pay a penalty when they go to do their taxes, and you don't want to do that if you don't have to. So it's real important that that you you um, understand that, that New York isn't a bad place to to buy your health care because of, of the insurance department. Star WGY, that's Star 949. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Maria on hold. Hello, Maria. Maria? Maria? Let me try again, Maria
2: Yes, how are you? I'm good. I'm good.
1: What can I help you with today?
2: Well, I heard I just walked in and heard you talking about bonds and over the years I've collected quite a bit of you know little here and the eye bonds um, muni, not muni the other one. yep. and I heard just walked in and heard you talking about the selling, and I didn't hear the whole statement, but I just got a quick question. If you have some of those bonds now, would you, should you think I should sell them now? Because I don't want to wait until they don't worth anything.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know what kind of bonds you have. So if you have good bonds earning good interest rates, you know, um, you want to keep that because you're not going to be able to get better interest rates today. So okay. I was talking about the 10-year U.S. Treasury note yielding 2.05%. So let's make believe your bond is yielding 3 or 4%, or maybe even more depending on how long you've had it.
2: Well, years. Yeah, they're not mature as yet from what my daughter was. Yeah, you don't want to
1: sell that because you're not going to get that kind of interest rate with new bonds, Maria. So mm-hmm. you want to be real careful. And, you know, depending on, as I said, what type bonds you're buying, the only bonds you have to be careful of is uh, double E savings bonds. If you had those for for 30 years, you got to get rid of them because they're all done earning interest. So you have to – everybody should keep an eye on their double E savings bonds. And right now, you know, you're only getting 0.10% if you buy a new double E savings bonds. I actually like the I bonds better. But – um, you know, it's just—it's it's just there's just nowhere to go for for interest. But as I said, hey, with those, so
2: you're saying the double E? I should think of getting rid of those.
1: Well, now. if any—if if you've had them for 30 years or longer, they're not earning interest anymore, Maria. So. They're just kind of sitting there, and you can you can exchange them. I actually like the I bonds better because you get a little bit of interest, and the principal goes up depending on what goes on with inflation. And I do think inflation will rear its ugly head, so I like the I bonds. So if you do go to your commercial bank or you call the U.S. Treasury Department and you have some of those double E bonds, you know, Mm -hmm. rather than buy a new double E bond, I'd rather see you buy an I bond. And basically, I stands
2: for inflation.
1: Does that help you?
2: Yes, very much. Thank you. And listen, you keep up the good work. Oh,
1: Maria, thank you for calling.
2: Bye-bye. All right.
1: Bye-bye. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that have these bonds, and they really don't realize that after 30 years, if you have double E savings bonds, and I'm guessing Maria probably has some, if you have double E savings bonds, you're just not earning any more interest. So why why hold on to those double E savings bonds if, if you don't need to? You know, going back to stocks, I'd rather, you know, the S&P is yielding about 2%. And over time, it should grow, right? Depending on historical st- historical facts, the the stock market always goes up, doesn't it? Over time, long term, it's been the best asset class there is. So I'll take 2% and wait. Sure you can. You can buy individual stocks. There's some people that promote individual stocks. You know, the stock market's up 10%. Nice cover story today on Nike. I'm not sure I'd be buying Nike, but if you own it, you know, you're going to get a little bit of dividend, but it's, you know, year to date it's 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 up about 2% year to date since last year it's down 16%. And it's giving you about a one point or yeah, just about one almost one point four percent dividend yield. I'd you know, give me the the S P five hundred index with with two percent dividend yield and not bet on any individual stock. I mean Nike's great. You know, you may love the sneakers, but but boy, they're they're having a hard time between the basketball contracts and people's tastes are different, and then you have companies selling so many things online like Foot Locker, and you have Adidas, who, who um, is now a German company who now figured out how to sell sneakers in the United States. So that's a problem with individual stocks, and I, I, can't, I can't say enough. But if, if you, you, know, you want to be tempted by yield, I mean, go out and buy Verizon, 5% dividend yield, but you're down 14% year-to-date. That doesn't make sense to me. Pfizer, 4% dividend yield almost, but you're only up 5%. Chevron, 4% dividend yield, but you're down 6%. I mean, I can go on and on and on and give you reasons why you shouldn't be buying individual stocks. And I hope you come back next week so I can do just that. Let me give you some information and, and share with you why you should have a broad stock market index like the SP. Folks, Thanks for tuning in today. I can't thank you enough. I hope you come back next week. Let's hope this week's a little better in the markets.
0: Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com.